Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. If you've spent too long in survival mode, waking up already feeling overwhelmed and spending your day counting down to bedtime, then this is the show for you. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, rich, abundant life. You were created to be well, body, mind, and spirit. So now let's live that out. I'm Elise, and I'm on a mission to empower women through simple strategies and mentoring to find their purpose, to be physically, emotionally, and spiritually well, and to tap into that abundant life. Join me for conversations to help you be whole. We'll talk about faith-based living, intentional parenting, navigating relationships and marriage, holistic wellness, how to find and live in your purpose, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode. Make yourself a cup of tea and get ready to thrive. Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode today, friends. I really have been wanting to share with you these two things that have transformed my motherhood but also my life and just making things so much easier having a good solid morning routine now having a morning routine is so much more than just waking up early but rather it's about being intentional with our time and of course if you are in the midst of mothering a baby and toddlers that aren't sleeping through the night and are up at the crack of dawn, then I'm not saying you need to get up at 3am to take care of yourself before your kids wake up at five. Uh, Have some common sense with that, but it's just about, okay, if you can't do the morning, then really it's about being intentional with our time. So when can you do that? I just like to get up before my kids while I can Some days I can't because they have a horrid night's sleep and it's just a bit of a write-off. But on the days that I can, I make sure that I am up. And it's about me being in charge of my day. If I'm waking up to a toddler screaming, and I'm just speaking from my experience with toddlers because that's just the life that I'm in at the moment. But if I'm waking up with them already calling, then I'm already on the back foot for the day. I'm already then one step behind. I'm not already up in charge of my day. I then feel like I have less under control. I then feel more exhausted. So I find it's really important for me to wake up. And sometimes it'll be an hour before they do. Sometimes it's half an hour. Sometimes it's 10 minutes and they're up. Uh, But it's about being intentional with that time that you do create for yourself. So some Some morning routines, my morning routine doesn't look exactly the same every day. Some days it'll be about productivity and getting things done. So it might be that I'm up, make a cup of, have a cup of tea and I'm doing some, making some graphics or doing some work or uh, editing some podcasts. And then other days it might be about self-care and spiritual practice. So some days I might do um, devotion. Well, I do a devotion every morning, but some days I might do more. I might read. I might um, spend more time in prayer. Might do something around self care. I might have a bath. I might wash my hair, straighten my hair. So there's no right or wrong. It's about finding what you need that day, and then making the space and the time for you to be able to give that to yourself. Because we all know the saying: you can't pour for an empty cup. So if we are already starting the day feeling like we're empty, then how on earth are we meant to spend the next 12, 13, 14 hours of our day 
giving to other people when we already feel empty. So that's what I like to do with my morning routine is take that time to fill my cup up. So the non-negotiables that I do every morning, whether the kids are awake or not, if they're awake, um, they I'll just set them up with breakfast and I'll go um, to my room or to the lounge room and just have that time. Is I always um, read a verse of the day and do a devotional. I then do gratitude practice, depending from there. If the kids are awake or still asleep, I might then try and do some work. I might read a book. I might um, work out, something like that. You need to do what works for you, but you still need to get up and do it. You need to pull the sheets back, get out of bed and actually do it. So I'd love you to try waking up half an hour, an hour, 20 minutes earlier than what you currently are, especially if you are currently waking up to your child. And I did this for probably two years. It probably wasn't until Spencer was two that I actually started getting up earlier. Um, Part of that was because Nora was a baby. But I thought that if I was waking up to him and then I was already tired, so obviously I didn't get enough sleep. So how is me waking up earlier going to help? But I actually have found that it has had a tremendous impact on helping me get ready and get set up for the day, waking up even just if it is only 10 minutes and I've only done um, my devotion and read a little bit, I feel like I've gotten ahead on the front foot of the day and I feel like I'm more in charge and I feel like I'm more mentally prepared for the day than I do waking up to someone screaming, mom, I want breakfast. So just try and see what works for you. Have some quiet time, pray, journal or meditate. Uh, Get out and move your body if you want to go for an early morning run. It's freezing cold and very windy at the moment. So it's not the nicest time to be out and running. But if you want to get out and go for a walk or a run, do that. Or even if you are a a work from home mum, then even just get some work done while there's no distractions. I used to think that routines were super overrated. I used to think that they were so boring. Who wants to have that much predictability in their life? But it's actually amazing at the the grounding that it provides me during the morning. So I'd love for you to try that and have a good morning routine. The other thing while we're on routines is to have an evening routine. So this obviously can or may not be as elaborate as your morning routine. just depends on what your day-to-day situation looks like, what your home situation looks like. So for an evening routine, normally we'll put the kids to bed, we'll do a quick tidy up of the house and then um, Pepper and I will just chill out, watch TV or something or chat. And then I like to go to bed of an evening and um, do some more reading and then just really use some time to just wind down. Um, Part of my evening routine is skincare. So I'll go and I'll wash my face and do that. And I find that just taking the time to do that has helped my body calm down because my body now knows my routines and now knows that when I'm doing my evening routine that, okay, it's time to calm down and relax. And I've found that I'm actually sleeping, getting to sleep a lot quicker and a lot easier. And I'm sleeping through the night a lot better than previously. 
And the only thing different I'm doing is adding in routines. So that's got to be helping something. Okay, so during the day, so you've got your morning routine and your evening routine. And then during the day, what do you do? So I, rather than calling things schedules, because I feel like if we're, if we are creating a schedule, then if we don't stick to it, we feel like we failed. So if we have it, and for some people, scheduling things really works. But for me, if I make a schedule and I don't stick to it, one, I have a really hard time sticking to it because I'm just naturally, I love spontaneity and taking things as they come. So if I have a schedule that really stresses me out, if I don't stick to it, Um, and sometimes it's beyond my control, not being able to stick to it. And I know that, but I still feel like, I didn't get that done. I didn't get that done. And oh, and tomorrow has another schedule and there's no room to fix that up. So you just feel like a failure and you're just creating more anxiety and stress than you need. So what I have done instead of creating schedules and routines is I have created rhythms. By creating a rhythm, I just simply mean getting into the habit of getting the absolute must-dos done each day. So for example, the laundry. We have to do a load of washing every day. If we don't, we then get behind and it's quite hard to catch up. So what I have done with the laundry every night I schedule a load of washing to finish around 7 a.m. So I highly recommend when you are next getting a washing machine that you get a washing machine that has a delayed start timer and you can set that timer and work out so your washing finishes when it suits you. So I just part of my routine of an evening now, I'm just in the habit of it, is I will put a load of washing on to finish at 7 a.m. in the morning then I know that by the end of the day, that load of washing, most days, will be clean, dry and put away. So it finishes after breakfast every morning. I go and I hang that load of washing out. Then during the day, at some point, it gets brought in. Another little sneaky hack is that when you are getting the washing off the line, fold it. I know it sounds like, well, that'll take me 10 minutes instead of two minutes. But then you don't have piles and piles and piles of washing baskets thrown all over the lounge room because you can't be bothered to fold it. At least then it's folded. What I do is I hang the washing out. Then when I go to get it, I fold it. And I just fold it. I can do it pretty quickly now because I'm in the habit of it. But I fold it by person. Then I walk with the washing basket into the house. I walk straight to the kids' room. I put the kids' clothes away. Then I have the washing basket I walk straight to our room and I put our clothes away and then I put the washing basket back in the laundry and the washing is done and then don't have piles of washing waiting to fold it's just little things to keep on top of it and that has been so helpful yes it does take a little bit longer because you're folding the washing while you're getting it off the line but really I don't think it takes longer because then your clothes one aren't creased but you're then not folding it at a later date. And really, do we ever get to that later date? So some other ideas for creating rhythms in your day. Clean the bathroom while the kids are in the bath. How many of you give the kids a bath and you just sit on the floor or go and do other things, but you're coming back to check on them? So each night the kids have a bath. I quickly will at least wipe down the bathroom because I find I'm already in there, particularly when they're still 
too young to leave them. I'm usually just playing with them anyway. So I can, we can sing songs, we can play games while I'm wiping down the bathroom. Then it means that the bathroom is just continually getting cleaned every day and it's not working its way up to getting so dirty that I need to do big cleans all the time. Uh, so that's a really handy thing. Uh, wipe down the kitchen bench while the kettle boils. So you boil the kettle and instead of waiting around, just standing there doing nothing for the two minutes that it's boiling, wipe down the kitchen bench, unpack the dishwasher. It's just about taking the things that need to be done each day and filling them in gaps so they don't feel super overwhelming. So it eliminates stress and overwhelm when people just drop by because we hate, don't you hate when someone says, I'm just in the neighborhood and I'd love to drop by or they just drop by and don't even warn you that they're coming. I don't mind because my house is generally pretty clean. If anything, there's just toys everywhere because the kids are here playing with them. But I know that at the end of the day, each toy has its place where it lives. And it also gives me a daily sense of accomplishment. So like I was saying with the schedule before, if I'm trying to do a schedule, that really stresses me. Whereas doing this and just creating it into little rhythms makes me feel like I get stuff down. And I like the feeling of getting stuff done. So I've got two questions for you. What are the things that you must get done every day? For us, it's uh, wiping down the kitchen and the bathroom, a sweep or vacuum of the floors and the laundry. So there are three things that we have to do every single day. So what I'd love for you to do is choose, choose one or two of those things that you thought of and work on those. Think about what time would be the best time for you to do it. So maybe for you with the laundry, you don't have a washing machine that you can timer. So what you do is one of the first things you do when you wake up is you go and put a load on so that you know that after breakfast, it's ready to go and hang out. Then you're not getting to 12 p.m. and going, oh no, I haven't done a load of washing today. And can I just say that it is so helpful to not get behind on washing. I feel like that is one thing that I constantly see other mothers on my social media overwhelmed and struggling with is the laundry. So I hope that you can at least take that tip and apply it and it can help you and reduce some of the stress in your world. But take two of those things that you thought about and work on them for the next three weeks until they become a habit. And then once it becomes a habit, then take another one and work on that. And you'll just find, and I hope you do find that it just makes it so much easier because you just continually, without having to put in so much extra thought and effort, getting all the little mundane bits and pieces done. And it's just so good to be able to, at the end of the day, have that sense of accomplishment. Hey sister, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you were blessed by this conversation and if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment to leave a review. You can also share this episode to your Instagram stories and please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.